Oh God, You've caused this holy night to shine in the brightness of the true light. Grant that we who have known the mystery of that light on earth may also enjoy Him perfectly in heaven, where with You and the Holy Spirit He lives and reigns one God in glory for everlasting. And you go with me. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. To brief devotional tonight as we think about the shining of that light. Luke chapter 2, verse 7 to 9. God's Word says that then Mary gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with fear. So what terrified the shepherds that night? What were they afraid of? Maybe it was the suddenness of the angel's appearance. The words here indicate that one second there was no one there, the night was black, and the next, boom, there he was. Not at some safe distance coming toward them slowly, but just suddenly right there within arm's reach. I mean, that'll scare your pants off in the middle of the night. If you've ever been startled with somebody suddenly jumping around a corner, you, you get it. But it doesn't say they were startled. It says they were terrified. Literally afraid with great fear. Why? Because the glory of the Lord was shining all around them. Now what does that mean? And why did it terrify them? When we think of the glory of the Lord, we tend to think of His reputation, of His honor. A man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. And by that mean we, we mean praise Him. We mean honor Him by the way we live. Whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And that's right. That's one meaning of glory. There's another meaning that we tend to overlook. And that's the one they saw that night. And I say saw because this glory was visible. It wasn't just a concept or a quality. It was an actual thing. The glory of the Lord was shining all around them, shimmering like lightning or light off the water, permeating the very air that they breathed. Uh, The words describe a situation where light is emerging from everywhere all at once, enveloping them. It, It wasn't like a spotlight shining down upon them from a single source. It was as if every molecule of creation itself had suddenly been switched on. They were swimming in light. The very air around them uh, was alive with the energy of God's unmasked presence. Because that's what this was. The unapproachable brightness of God's very presence had just invaded the darkness of earth. Throughout the Old Testament, when, when God showed up in person to manifest His presence in some way to His people, 
That presence was often signaled by the, the sudden appearance of a, of a blinding, fiery brightness. For instance, we read in Exodus 24.17 that the appearance of the glory of the Lord was like a devouring fire on the top of the mountain in the sight of the people of Israel. Or Ezekiel 1.28, the prophet describes a brightness all around. And then he says, such was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell on my face. Other passages describe the reaction that people would have to this shimmering cloud of God's manifest glory. How they would fall uh, to the ground trembling down upon their faces or very often found themselves unable to speak or do anything else. Even angels. You remember that scene in Isaiah chapter 6 where Isaiah saw the glory of the Lord in the temple and he says that even the angels shielded their faces with their wings because of the brightness of that glory. And Isaiah himself cries out, Woe is me! Woe is me! I'm ruined! This This is too much! The unapproachable light of the presence of God. That's the glory these shepherds saw streaming down around them from heaven. I mean, no wonder they were afraid. And they didn't even get the full view. Uh, It's the angel that their eyes behold as they begin to adjust to the brightness. Not God Himself. A good thing for them, right? Because no one, not even one of us, can see the face of God And live. And so, even the reflected glory of God mediated through the angel terrified them. Which is why the angel begins as he does here in verse 10 Fear not. Don't be afraid. Words of comfort. I'm not here to destroy you, I'm here to announce to you that the day of God's salvation has finally come. For behold, verse 10 says, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Now we'll pick up with that joyful announcement tomorrow morning. But tonight, I want us to think about the glory that they saw, the glory that was manifested at the birth of Christ. Why this glory? Because this is what Christ has brought to our lives as we put our hope in Him. This unapproachable glory of God that we cannot look upon and live has come down to us in Christ so that looking to Him by faith, we will live, in fact, do live, and we live eternally. Hebrews 1.3 is many places that speak of Christ Himself as God's manifested glory. It says that He, Jesus, is the radiance of the glory of God. That radiance no one could look upon and live is put in a person, in the person of Christ. He is the exact imprint of God's nature. He upholds the universe by the word of His power so that after making purification for sins... After coming and taking on flesh, dying on the cross, rising on the third day to purify His people, He sat down 
at the right hand of the majesty on high. He sat down because His work of salvation was finished. He came to this earth, went to the cross, died and rose again so that we might be saved from the wrath of God against our sins and be welcomed home into His presence forever. Glory to God. That's the picture here. That's the glorious good news of Christmas that came streaming in around them as the angel proclaims to them, Fear not! Look! I am bringing you good news of great joy that will be for all the people because this very day is born to you in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Our sin broke the world. Our sin brought the darkness and misery and a thousand other traumas that we see all around us. But Christ's coming ignites hope and gives light and life to all who believe. Oh, and then when He comes again, when He pierces the final darkness and brings the resurrection to life eternal for all those who are waiting for Him, oh, what a day that will be. And so we believe tonight and we we keep on believing as His light streams into our lives so that they become lit with this same glory. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, And all of us, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Meaning what? Meaning that as He shines the light of His presence through us, others begin to see Him in us. We become beacons of light in this dark world so that others can see and know Him and to be able to see that the light is still shining. Until that day, finally, brothers and sisters, when with unveiled face... We behold Him face to face. We behold His glory in full. We see Him as He is. Amen? May the Lord show you His glory in the face of Christ tonight and throughout the rest of this Christmas time. And then, may others see Him as He shines through you day by day. Let's pray. Father and King, You are the Lord of glory. You are the one who terrified the angels with Your presence even though they didn't see You. But how could they know, how could they guess that You had come in person? That though You sent the announcement by an angel, You weren't just sending an angel this time. You were coming Yourself. God had taken on flesh in the womb of Mary. The Creator took on a human body to be born into this world like any other baby, to live in this mess just as we do, and to take our place that we might have His life with You in glory forever. Thank You for this indescribable gift. Father, I pray for every person in this room that they would know this gift, that it wouldn't just be a seasonal celebration but it would be a reality 
that lights their life not only tonight, but throughout all eternity as they continue to put their hope in You. Oh, Jesus, be the center of our celebration. More than that, be the very center of our lives. For it is in Your sake and for Your kingdom that we pray. Amen.